What started out as a WhatsApp group of friends spawned into a forum for debating and rating the films they saw. Then, one of them had an idea. Instead of typing their opinions, why not record them on a podcast? No Trailer Productions proudly presents Those Movie Review Guys. This podcast may contain spoilers. You talking to me? I will find you and I will kill you. To infinity and beyond. beyond. I am your father. James Bond. Here's Johnny. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Hasta la vista, baby. And here we go. Hello and welcome to the show. We are those movie review guys, four guys from London who love to watch, discuss and review movies. On every show we will look at a selection of titles, give our thoughts and feelings towards each one and then conclude each review with the coveted hashtag TMRG star rating. As always, I'm joined by the fabulous Kyle, Amari and Elliot. This feels so weird doing it this way. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be honest with you, what? No, you were supposed to go Kyle, Amari, Elliot, and then you're supposed to say your name. And then Elliot looked so confused, he didn't know what to do. He was like, What is my name? No, it's fine. No, no, no. I was going to say, I was going to say it's fine. It worked, it worked fine because we didn't, we didn't practice it. It is, this is episode 16. And you know we 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 haven't done it before, so actually it, it flowed quite uh quite well. And of course, I'm Giles, which which was what was, which was what you was which was what you was alluding to. Um, <laughs> you should change things up more often. I'm waiting for uh, Amari to host. I'm waiting for Amari to host. I'm, I might crack out some brandy for that. I might crack out some brandy for that one. So today's show uh, follows a slightly different format to what we are what we normally do. Um, this is called a TMRG revisit show. So just a quick explanation of that is we will pick a year from, uh, from yesteryear and pick two films and then basically discuss them. And then at the end, give them a TMRG star rating. Um, the year in question is 1995. I don't know where we got that year from, but someone amongst us, yeah, who's, just, who's actually was that? That was me. I, that? I just put it. I just. I don't know. That was the first year that came to mind. Yeah, that, that's I mean, the year. He, that's the year he first got his heart broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, sounds, that sounds like a totally other show. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a totally other show. But yeah. Um, so yeah, we've gone with 1995. Um, it's actually quite a very good year for film. Oh, um, it was hard. It was hard to pick the because um, obviously this this week we've, it was me and Amari that picked. And it was very yeah. difficult, very difficult. I feel we'll be re- revisiting 95 again, to be honest. Mm. I think so as well. Not for me. Well, yeah, I've, for certain selections, shall we say. Mm. Yeah, I've, I think we will be. There were there so many films uh, that we could have looked at in 1995. However, the two films we have um, come up with are Kids and Friday. But we'll get, get into those a little bit more uh, shortly. For our listeners, don't forget to subscribe to us at all major streaming platforms, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts and YouTube. 
And also, please get in touch with us on our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, using the handle at TMRG Podcast. Right. Normally, we would normally talk about what we did in a week, but as we are revisiting 1995, I decided... But before you go any further, before you go any further, Jaws, there is one thing we do have to revisit quickly from what's happened in the last week, and that is someone within the circle... Had a birthday. We're not going to talk numbers, but we are going to clap. We celebrate life in these testing times, but hope you had a good one. Jazz, you have a good day? I did. I did have a very good day. I, I did have a very good day. 42. 42 and up. Wait. And not out. So, yeah. But anyway, we, we can talk about that on the next show that we do when we talk about highlights <laughs> from the week. But, yeah, so one of the things that I thought would be good to do would be to revisit the year 1995 and just touch upon a couple of major events that happened in the end, just to see, you know, what you guys remember and, and what your thoughts are around those before we start discussing the films. So, uh, for 1995, a couple of things I came up with, um, the OJ Simpson trial began. Who remembers when that started? I know you guys, what, in fact, actually, what age, what ages were you? Like, when <laughs> do you know what, when do you know what I love about, do you know what I love about revisits? Because I can already see when we're talking about the 90s, Giles, you know you're going to have to host because you can actually yeah. talk about, you can actually, you can actually put your hand up and say, I was there. Yeah. I was there. I was like, an adult. Yeah, I was, really, I was already an adult. Really and truly in 95, all I cared about were three things. My dad getting me some new trainers, my yeah. Jurassic Park tiger all in one little Game Boy thingy. And the handheld, the, the handheld. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think the other thing was probably. I think v- I had the Double v- Dragon one of that. This everyone had everyone had one of them. Whatever cartoon it was, we all had one. But yeah, so talking about the OJ Simpson trial, I actually only recall it from watching the drama show that came on a few years back with Cuba Gooding Jr. That was my American story. crime American yes. crime story. Yeah. Yes. Obviously, I've watched Big documentaries show. on the real thing, but yeah, a lot a lot of these years in the nineties, you could talk about it, and then obviously in the sort of more recent stuff maybe when we start talking about stuff that was more impactful for us, like when internet came out or mobile phones, yeah. that kind of thing, we can take over. But yeah, I actually don't remember anything about it. I mean, it must've been a madness being of age and witnessing that unravel on TV. Yeah, <laughs> it was, um, yeah, it was, it, it was a crazy time. I mean, the trial, if I, from my memory, I think it ran quite a few months, uh, for pretty much for most of the year. Um, and then obviously the, um, the verdict came out and you know, you had the whole the glove and him putting the glove on to demonstrate that it didn't fit, and yeah, it was it was a it was a shenanigan, <laughs> a, a whole a whole bunch a whole bunch of live courtroom shenanigans, man. Um, other stuff, other stuff that I um, I stumbled across um, that happened in 1995. Um, she had the Oklahoma City bombing. Um, I don't know. You might. Some of you might have. By obviously, uh, uh, Timothy McVeigh was was arrested. Oh, um, okay. And, and okay. charged uh, with that. Um, There's a fantastic you, documentary on Netflix. I remember the name. I just don't remember what happened. Like, so, in, in, in a uh, nutshell, in in a very very quick nutshell, he was a soldier um, or marine or whatever you want to call it. He hmm. went and fought for a, I think maybe one tour, came back and then became became radicalized by. Far, would you would you say left wingers, um, yeah. pro white, yeah. um, neo Nazi, almost That's those right. kind of right wing, right wing, right wing, he's, right wing. Because I, I believe he even read one of Hitler's books. Don't fact check me, but he basically got radicalized, 
Um, and then I think the tipping point was another interesting incident, which was the, was it was it David Koresh? What was his name? David Koresh. Koresh, that's so, it. So that that so that was a that was another incident. So we'll, we'll go into more a little bit more detail about that another time when we revisit the year because um, I, I remember when that happened. Um, that was the Waco siege. That's that's that lasted, the one Waco. That lasted a few. That was the FBI or some. That was some mad. Yeah, that was that was yeah. So yeah, but we won't even go into that. That that, all, that was all some I'm mad saying stuff. is I, I don't know if it's still on there, but there is a fantastic. Um, documentary on Netflix I believe it's called Oklahoma I think um, yeah if yeah, not you still obviously there. find your way to watch it but it, it explains the whole thing's about two and a half hours but it's such a good documentary very, very good documentary very interesting but again I can only imagine because obviously at the time I think they, they said that was the biggest terrorist attack that had happened thus far or something like yeah. that and obviously by a um, a non-international criminal. Well, it, well, it was it was domestic terrorism, wasn't it? Which yeah. was which was yeah. something that they didn't really wasn't really a thing. Um, anyway, other other stuff that was was that happened during the year. Um, so Superman, Christopher Reeve, he he fell off the, the horse and was 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 paralysed. Oh, that happened in '95. That that happened in '95. Um, ah, I kind of thought it happened before that. Because them them bars were coming out real quick then when we I remember listening to hip hop and I was like, I don't wanna be like Christopher Reed, one day Superman, next day Wills. I was like, rah. I believe Eminem was uh, was a very big antagonist of Yeah, he was on him. He was on him. That's other stuff, uh so if we look at the Oscars, um Forrest Gump that cleaned up. Uh, six awards, including Best Picture and obviously Best Actor for Tom Hanks. I rewatched that the other day, actually. Brilliant film. Yeah, very good film. Um, in the world of sport, Michael Jordan returned from a 17-month hiatus. Um, you know. Sorry. Are you right there? <laughs> <laughs> You've been the conspiracies, yeah? Yeah, 17-month hey, hi- hiatus. To- I apologize yeah. for interrupting. There's no way a individual with that talent is going to be in your prime in a team that beats everyone and then says i want to play baseball well there was a there was a lot of there was a lot well, of there was a lot there, of other stuff that was, was surrounding well yeah. this is it yeah. yeah yeah so you didn't believe what you saw in the documentary i didn't say i didn't believe it i just said that i know there's parts left out there's no way you're trying to tell me that that was the reason why <laughs> that's it that's not enough Anyway, I'm not. I'm not going to comment on that. I'm I'm not going to comment on that. The the reality is, he returned in 1995, and with the rest, as they say, is history. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked, and funny enough, I um, when I was stumbling across some bits and pieces, Pete Sampras um, was still playing tennis. Yeah, Andre Agassi, Boris Becker, Steffi Graf. Do you know how mad this is? Um, Ah, this is so. The world turns in a very funny way. Yesterday, randomly yeah. on YouTube, um, I've forgotten the name of his wife, but she's an actress and she played in Mortal Kombat. She played Sonya Blade. All right. And anyway, I, I watched this video. It was one of them um, watch mojos, whatever, and it was talking about why she basically didn't go further in Hollywood. Mm. And the character Probably because she made that film, wasn't it? Is that the answer to that? Well, but <laughs> the thing is, it was a cult classic, <laughs> and she actually got quite a few roles off of it. And funny enough, yeah. Meg Ryan was actually supposed to play Sonya Blade in that, but injured herself doing the kung fu training, and that's when this lady—I've forgotten her name—but that's when she stepped in. But then it, she obviously goes on to marry Pete Sampras. So it's just mad that you just bring up his name today. Mm. Well, one, one of the all-time greats of uh, of the tennis, hey, um, and then 
last couple of tech. Um, <laughs> uh, what was that? I missed that. Meg Ryan and Sonia Blades. Well, I know it. it that's I, that's can't see it. I, I can't. I can't see it either. I think about the character she played in Charlie's Angels. It's not that far away. Nah, yeah. she's not in. She's not. She's not in Charlie's Angels. Anyways. Anyway, oh, whoa, 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 I, I smell sorry, homework. Sorry, I, sorry, sorry. Do you know what? Sorry. Do you know what? Wait, homework. which Charlie's Angels are you talking about? There we go. I meant Cameron Diaz. I meant Cameron Diaz. Okay. Okay, Let me right. That's homework. That's homework. Yeah, that's homework. That's homework. Anyway, <laughs> lo, lo, the, the last two things <laughs> I came across. White lady with blonde hair. It's all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, don't say stuff like that. I want to. I want to be able to make an episode seventeen. All right. Um, eBay was founded oh. in nineteen ninety-five. Mm, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, ask you guys a question. What do you think the first thing sold on eBay was? That's a very good question. A, pen, a mobile pen phone. Pencil? No. Other than brick a... mobile phones. Nope. Pager. Ah, pager as well. I think about the wire. No, what are you I, 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 I think it's going to be something stupid. I think it's going to be something stupid. Because oh. I, I, I picture the person who made the first sale probably was so excited that they just thought, I'm selling, I'm selling, and just sold something stupid. So I'm going to go with pen pencil household object so the first item sold was a broken it was a broken laser pointer and it sold for 14 dollars 83 cents broken man. That, that's the key word hold on hold on broken so the first so, sale was a scam imagine that well no 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 we think that listen to this broken so, so it was listed as broken um okay. and so the guy who, who found it pierre omid omid omidia I hope I've pronounced his name uh, correctly. He he sold it. So he was he sold he founded the company in his in his bedroom, and then obviously this guy this other guy who's he's bought this broken laser pointer. He's contacted him and said, "You do realize it's broken?" And the guy went, "Yeah, I'm a collector of broken laser pointers." <laughs> 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 And, and obviously, the last thing I thought, well, the most obvious thing, one of the most <laughs> obvious things, was that obviously Windows ninety five debuted, and I guess that was why it's called Windows ninety five. But anyway, yeah, and the less about that. It, the less about Windows, the better. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ninety five. Yeah, that wasn't a good year. So yeah, so that, those 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 are just a few things from uh, nineteen ninety five. So the first of our films today from nineteen ninety five is Kids, released May seventeenth. 1995, directed by Larry Clark. It starred Leo Fitzpatrick as Telly, Justin Pierce as Casper, Chloe Savini as Jenny, and Rosario Dawson as Ruby. A day in the life of a group of teens as they travel around New York City skating, drinking, smoking, and deflowering virgins. Kyle, were you entertained? No. Elliot, were you entertained? Yes. Amari, 
Were you entertained? Certain man said no, so they're gonna have to start. I say yes. I wasn't entertained. You are sick. I wasn't entertained. I wasn't entertained. Wasn't entertained. What have you got me watching? I'm confused. I'm very confused right now. What have you got me watching? I'll let Jal start. No, I am gonna start. I was outraged by this film. (laughs) Hold on. I'm I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why now. All right. Originally, I watched this film in 1995. So in 1995, I would have been still a child. Mm. So when I first watched this film, I was entertained because I watched it through childlike eyes. Not that I was a skateboarder, not that I was <laughs> drinking, and not that I was smoking. Maybe I was deflowering virgins. <laughs> but all the other stuff, I definitely wasn't doing. But I could relate to it. At the time, I don't think I'd been to New York, and it was always a place, I mean, subsequently I've been X amount of times, but at the time I'd never been there, so it was always held this this place always held this like mysterious kind of allure to me so i didn't see anything wrong with what they were doing or what they got up to and i didn't really and there's my I, you know elliot if, if, whenever i can throw this word in i didn't fully understand the gravitas of what they were actually <laughs> doing mm. thank you thank you but now watching it in 2020 as a parent no, I'm not entertained. I'm not entertained. And it's for that exact reason. Why well, I was entertained. Why I was entertained. Look at how long ago this film was made, yeah? And for me, it was the 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 eye-opening realisation of just how things have not changed. Things have just got worse. Mm. Things have just got worse. And it was very entertaining for me personally to watch something that was made, what's that? We're going back, what, 25 years ago? And the aesthetic is different, but it's the same message. Mm. These kids today are running around doing the nonsense, if not more so. And to me, I just found it very entertaining seeing how life was 25 years ago when I was a child and thinking that's how, because again, it's a fictional story, but again, you know how it is at that time during the AIDS um, pandemic as well. Absolutely. Mm, now that's not, not, now what I'm, what I'm, what I'm not saying, because the question is, was I entertained? I'm, I'm, this isn't a bad film. At no yeah. point am I saying it's a bad film. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that it, the way how it's filmed, it's, it's one of these beautifully shot films. They kind of let, you know, it, a lot of it is, um, ad libbed and ad, ad hoc done. It's, it's, it's just free flowing, but it's the subject matters and the way how it's, the way how the subject matters are filmed, it's uncomfortable. But that's me watching it you know, 25 years after I've watched it, having, I've got a 24-year-old daughter. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's the only reason why I can't say, not that I'm saying I didn't, well, not that I'm saying I didn't enjoy the film. It's still not, it still is yeah. one of my favourite films, yeah. but it's now, it's now become, an un- yeah, it's still, it's now become an uncomfortable watch. Amari. Uncomfortable See, is the key word, Charles. Uncomfortable yeah. is a very it important is a, word. It is a very, very you know important you know what I thought? I was like, after watching this film, all those times I used to banter that I'm going to have a daughter as my first child or my second child. I don't want a daughter. That was the first thought. I'm not going to lie to you. Only because this film was saying, 
na 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 you don't know what's gonna happen and you're like bruh i remember younger me i wasn't like that hey you know what let me just drop a bomb that we made it this far all four of us because on a real one on a but but again it's you know i can make jokes out of this film but all the jokes are kind of rebuttaled with seriousness because we can say, yeah, we made it. We all kind of, you know, we've all done our thing as, as young men and we've grown. But this is the, the the realness of this film. It's one of them films for me. And this is why, again, I suggested it. And it is probably in my sort of, I wouldn't say favourite, but most important films maybe that I've seen in my life because of how raw and visceral it Bad. is. It Don't is a very, sometimes you need those kind of films that they, they pack a punch and that you watch it and oh, absolutely through every scene and you and you feel it. Do you see what I'm saying? This film, you think that you you think someone that's not between the ages of 15, 14, 13, we knew people remember in school in year eight. That's like 12, living this same lifestyle to mm-hmm. what, as they grow up and they grow up too fast, etc. No, this film is fully relevant as it was 25 years ago. Agreed. And you're saying to me it's uncomfortable. It better be uncomfortable. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to piss you off and it's supposed to make you feel like what? You. it's supposed it's to signal Kyle's it, reaction is exactly what I believe it's, uh, was the director Leo Fitzpatrick did you what was his name Jobs? No. Larry Clark Larry Clark I believe when he made this film he wanted every single person that watched it to have the same reaction Kyle's had this film was uh, disgusting this, yeah, this, this was, was okay. actually hang disgusting on, hang on a sec Let, let's, let's hear from let's hear from Kyle actually go on Kyle that I'm not saying this wasn't real. This was a very true depiction. But me watching little kids, to me, having sex, yeah? No, I'm not on that. And that's... Until they got to the scene with Rosario Dawson and she was said that she was 16 and the other one was 17, I thought these kids were like 14. And I was like, this is a bit uncomfortable for me to watch little kids moving like this. The scene in the pool... I was thinking, this is a little girl. She's got her breast. Like to me, this was no, no, no. This was, this was sick. This was actually. I, I'll never watch this film again. I'll never watch this film again. I swear to you, I watched it and I was like, Wait, I was like, why would any recommend this? I was so confused. But this exact Can I ask you a question: Do you Go put on. this film on this on disgusting level as you do as Midsummer? This is so- worse than Midsummer. Wow. No, this, no, 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 no. This is actually wow. bad. Like, I can't believe this film was made. <laughs> it's funny because even even afterwards, and I thought, is it just me that's out? I went and Googled and I saw at the time it got released, people were talking about it's bordering on child pornography, which is exactly the vibe I was getting. So I was like, what am I doing watching this film? Why has Elliot made me watch this film? Like, all right, all right. there was let, let, all kinds of weirdness going on. I was not yep. feeling it. That even the beginning, yeah. why did he spit down the stairs? I was because he's a kid. I'm just right. gonna come out of having sex with a girl. I look down the stairs. Oh yeah, I'm gonna spit down. This was disgusting to me. Right, but, but Carl. So I'm, I'm, I'm like I said. I'm, I'm. I've watched this film through both eyes. I've watched it through a, a you know, and I can't state that enough i watched it through childlike eyes yeah not understanding it fully and now watching it through an adult and obviously you know i've lived my life in those you know those 25 years 
The reason why he done, and you asked, why would he do that? Because that's what kids do. I work oh, with just kids. Just because work, that's what hold kids on a sec, do, hold on a sec. that doesn't mean no, you need to no, show it in a film. No, like, there's but, a lot no, of but, sick people in this world, yeah, that watch all kinds no, of no, nonsense right. online, but I don't want to watch a film about that. But that's you're what right. I'm you're, saying. You're absolutely right. And 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 my probably re- my rebuttal to that is, you probably couldn't make this film now. Mm, you probably no couldn't. Way. No you way. You couldn't make. You know. He, and, and you could not. And, sorry and to and also, go on. Yeah, go no, on. It's only just to add on to that. And this is the beauty of going back to look at certain things released at certain times. Because you look at like, and it's beautiful the way you started the conversation by talking about things that were going on in the world. Mm. And then you, you know, like that, that um, the Oklahoma bombing. And, and then all of a sudden, we're now talking about a film of this caliber being released at that time. I fully mm. agree with what Carl's saying. There is no, sorry, with what you're saying, there is no way this film would get released, uh, a film like this would get released and made now. But me personally, I think more films should be made in this kind of manner, showing the absolute rawness right. and, and straight up reality of what certain decisions will go on. To I mean, look, it, 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 it was... this Films like this are made, not in this kind of concept of child, the, the child element of it, in terms of you not knowing the ages too, too late in the film for you to feel less unease. You see that film on Netflix, that Desi 365 nonsense... If you see I, that film, I ain't seen it. I ain't seen right? it. Oh, I'm going to tell you, the woman gets kidnapped and then she gets done the Stockholm Syndrome and they show it in the whole film. Yeah, but you don't no, need no, to no, tell... No, 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 don't spoil the film. No, but I'm talking about the film and the concept. Yeah. In the whole element of this climate we are now, that yeah. film shouldn't be made because you're saying that women can be taken and used as objects and then be controlled, etc. Considering we had meeting movement in 2017, 2018, considering we are we are now in terms of women's rights, that kind of film shouldn't be made. So trust me, this film should be made in a different version that is relevant in terms of the digital age. Mm. But these films should be made, and they could be made. I I agree. I I agree with that, and I don't think I don't think um you know. But wait, can not, I not, ask not, why? Why do you guys think this film should be made for who? Who is this for? For kids. For kids. So do you think kids don't know the possibility of catching STIs, STDs? No. No, No, they don't. A lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. That's crazy. When I was growing up, we we all made mistakes, but we all knew knew what was going on, what could happen if you have unprotected sex. Kyle, let, let me just let me just drop one bar, yeah? And I know I, I can't speak because I don't have a child who is yet at that age. And I think I looked at Giles in this kind of part of the conversation, but I'm going to make a statement, yeah? Now, we all within are all within 10 years of each other, yeah? So we, me, you and Amari grew up in the same era. Giles grew up just before us. Look at the way that kids are now. Look at the way the world in, in general is now. Look at all the things that they have at arm's length. Mobile phones. It's a key. It's a window to the world. Yeah, the the IQ and the the logic and the sort of basic how to carry yourself has been dumbed down so much that you look at the state of the kids today. You look at the generation that growing up, and I know you've probably said it and thought yourself they're finished. They are finished. So lessons about but not about sex. Oh, believe no. me, it's about everything. Believe me, Kyle, it's about everything. Oh, listen, listen, listen. Like I said, I, I'm a. I'm a, and I, I'm a little bit further down the parental road, okay? And I'm going to tell you this now. I'm going to tell you this now. Do not ever 
be surprised that what your what your child gets up to when your eyes cannot see what they're doing. No, of Ever. course, I, I would never so, say so, that. So, so, so that is so that so that includes sex, that includes drugs, and it fucking includes rock and roll. All right. But Trust that's me, what bro. I'm saying. I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm, what, what did you guys take as? What were your takeaways? What were your messages from this film that you could catch HIV through unprotected sex, mm-hmm. drugs? It's very mm-hmm. bad. That can really mess you up. And mm-hmm. if you beat up someone, you could end up killing. We don't know whether the guy died. But those are the three things I took from this film. Now, if if you guys are telling me at age 12, 13, or whenever you guys started having sex that you didn't know about diseases, yeah, then I don't know what to say. But that was promoted. I went to a boys' school, and that was promoted in a boys' school. I knew about all these things. There's nothing here that at 12, 13, I didn't know. So why do I need a film? To show me that, but that's but that's 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 you, and I, and I completely understand that, and I get that. But I think maybe some of, the, like for example, these kind of films with these kind of messages, they're better for the masses. They're mm-hmm. better for the masses. It's better to teach than to not to 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 presume something's been taught. It's better to show the obvious than to leave it to the imagination, because. I guarantee you, if you went out now and had a survey of 100 kids between the age of 8 and 16, I guarantee you the most basic questions about sex and STIs and the rest of it, half of them won't have a clue, bruv. I guarantee you. I guarantee Carl, I'm telling Carl, listen, I've been, I've been present. Every every year in year six, they cut the you know they get the health visitors to come in and they separate the boys and the girls and they do the, the sex the sex talk, yeah, sex ed talk. Yeah, but wait, and, you just and, said and, year hold on, six. Hold on, you said year six. Yeah, and they're yeah. eleven. They're eleven. eleven. But how listen, old were the kids in this hold, film? They were fourteen, twelve. There was, right. we, we, range, there was a range. There was a there range. There was a range of kids because you had the. Right. That, that's the key point. But my point is, but but my point is, you be surprised how much eleven-year-olds already have misconceptions. Yeah misconceptions mm-hmm. about sex about yeah. uh puberty about um stds stis do you understand what i'm saying so yeah. and they don't they don't under, they don't understand and again that's why i said that's why i said when i watched it the first time i didn't really see anything wrong with the film i, I knew i knew that um i knew that you know this that, okay that happened it, the opening scene is 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 is, is him, him having sex the closing scene is someone else having sex at no point in my head did I think, hang on, the closing scene's a rape. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? It was just, I just saw it as a, as a child watching, and, and I'm watching it as a 16-year-old child. So I'm, at, I'm almost coming out of my childhood. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I'm, mm. I, when I'm watching it, thinking like, raw. Now I'm like, raw. That, that was a rape. Like, huh? And that was a long, like, you don't, I didn't need to see the actual rape. It was uncomfortably long, but it's uncomfortable for me because one, I'm a man now. And mm. two, I have three daughters. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. And and especially my youngest one, who 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 is eleven, who's still got to go through this minefield of growing up. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. so that's what, that's that's why I'm not into tech. But it's, it doesn't make it a bad or a film that shouldn't be made. I think it I think it still should be made. Crazy. Uh, and I, I would say I'd even go one step further and say, you know, you could have the you could you could have the discussion and say there have been films like kids, for example, Kidlehood, for example, Blue Story, for example, all those um uh Plan B's one as well, which I was talking about the other day, 
for example, all these little UK, US films on a smaller scale that even the one we discussed in the last episode, um, A Day and a Night, all these kind of films are basically showing you the same message of every action has a reaction. Mm-hmm. The only difference is the degree of severity and how visceral and it, each one is. Exactly. And, and again, if you look at the the actual director, um, Larry Clark, now, Carl, you're not going to like this. You're not going to like this. <laughs> Let me load up something. <laughs> uh, okay, you're not going to like this. Because he... So he made... Obviously, he made Kids in 1995. In 2002, he made another film called Ken Park. And it is more sexual and more violently graphic film than Kids. Now, I haven't seen that. The ages for that one. Is it is it adults or is it kids? Um, <laughs> It's... Well, it's... Is it is it questionable? Are people disturbed and concerned by it? Did it get the same result? Well, look, it 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 was it wasn't released. It wasn't released in the United States, so I, I don't know too much about the. F- yeah, well, it. there you go. Like, there you. Like, <laughs> like everything and anything. So I beg someone put down the schedule, please. That's uh, what I'm saying. I beg someone put. Down nah, the I'm not watching. I'm not watching. My my thing is this: when it comes to paedophilia, child porn, I'm not in it. I'm not involved. And this is what this film was screaming out to me. Because if they didn't mention the ages, I was thinking I'm watching 13, 14 year olds having sex. And I'm that was very and that's why I'm uncomfortable. It's not I'm I'm uncomfortable about the ages, what they look like, and me as a man watching this, that's that's what I was really uncomfortable with. I, I can't. But I get that, that argument as well because I, I, no, I, I, I you know, get that. What, and, and scene and in the pool was I was like, I can't watch this because she looks like a little girl a to me. Yeah, bro, and bro, I'm bro, looking at a little girl. Bro, bro hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, that's crazy. Forget the, pool. forget the pool. The opening scene. The opening scene. That 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 sets off the tone for the rest of the film. That was yeah. the first thing I wrote. Very intense start, but uh. I I like sometimes to have the rug pulled up from under my feet. I like to have that sort of hard dose punch in the face. This is what it is. You're going to be shocked. You're going to come away from this feeling strongly about certain things. Do you see what I'm saying? So to, 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 to tap it, you know, to have go back towards the actual film and have a conversation about the film. In, gen, in, in general, I think my thing, which I, I loved about this was that kind of just raw feel, that kind of home video following as, as if you're like the third person in every situation just following these kids around and, and I think I had this conversation I can't remember who it was with I think it was even I have a review of Joel's and I said it's funny how we're picking two films from 1995 that kind of the subject is people with shit to do nothing to do and it, yeah, it took me back up, me, yeah. I, this is what I'm saying and I you know I watched this with Amber and we were sitting there saying thinking back to our childhood and how it was some days where you would have fuck all to do and your day would consist of so many random things that you yep. never planned out or thought you would and be doing exactly and and if you look at if you got going back to and again this is kind of the theme that runs through both films you could start the day doing one thing and end it completely askew to what you started the day but that's the life of a child and, and again sorry, no, and again one of the so one of the, one of the obviously the films called kids so it's it's quite poignant that there is a lack of adults in the film, and not mm. only is there a lack of adults, there's a lack of um, authoritative authoritative ad- adults. Mm. Agreed. Yeah? Agreed. You know, Agreed. Like even even when you sorry, I was even when you no. even when you meet Casper's um, uh, mum, mum, she's and and again and again this leads into the the changing um, 
the changing uh, mindset of, of, of the world, she is breastfeeding while smoking. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? So two, again- two words, two, two words in bold for this film for me. Disregard and disrespect. Exactly. Now, so again, if you, if you, if you look at, so again, all we see is like a day in the life of, of these children. Okay. Cause they are children irrespective of what, what ages they are. They're all, they're all children. But you know, when you, the, the, the minimal times that there's, there's an adult in there, you kind of think, well, hang on, this adult isn't acting like an adult. So what chance do the children have? Um, this is what I'm saying. And if you want to flip the, because again, it's easy to take the the sort of shock value from this film, Carl. But why I picked this was because I knew we would be having a conversation similar to this. But there's also a very good conversation to be had on the flip side of how to raise kids, how important it is to teach certain values, to do your best, to to really put time and effort into youth. Because again, if we look at you know, we're not going to take this conversation down the road, but if you look at all the, the crimes and stuff that happen and all the kids dying in London alone, under the age of 18, under the age of 16, under the age of 14, and you go and look at the cases and you and you look at actually what the reason behind the deaths were, it's all nonsense. It's all, and I would even go as far as saying, it's all down to fucking idiots with nothing better to do, which is exactly why I picked this film because I thought that was the sort of pivotal message of when you give kids time and you don't, rein them in you don't give them boundaries they have no authoritative figures like Giles say they're gonna just be kids and they're gonna they're gonna act up and this is the sort of the the sort of like the extreme end of what could happen obviously at that time it was that but if you made this film in this in 2020 it would be the same subject matters and that's that's why I liked it it's not the extreme though because I feel like when you're 12, 13, you want to do things. You're interested. Maybe you're not ready for it, but you just want to hang out with your boys. Hit 14, 15. Right, what can... Oh, CBC. We see women develop and are interested. Maybe you want to get it in or not? What are we doing? And then you hit to 15, 16, 17. Right, but that's all we want to do. You see, and then you're saying, this is the normal environment. This is how an individual develops. So as a conversation in terms of this is, and you're telling me if I go outside and if I say, yo, how old are you? Oh, you're 13, 14. Cool. I beg you tell me what you your friends are going to do today. You're going to do nothing. You're just going to hang out and chill. You're going to hang out with chill with girls? All right, cool. What are you not going to try to do? Oh, I'm going to try and get a little side side. See where it goes. Basic conversation. Basic what you do for your environment. And if you get have a different environment to be in. Simples. I'm not disagreeing with any of you in terms of the realism. This film is spot on in terms of realism, but I don't need to watch a film seeing that play out. That's my issue. I, there was no message here that I didn't know when I was 13. So what was the point? It's not about what you know. Sometimes there's a film with what look, other people do. Right, look at it like this. Joe said he watched it at 16. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he watched that end scene and didn't think it was a rape. Yeah. So if a 15 year old now watches the film, there's nothing, at the, there's nothing in the film that says 
this is bad. It's only now that you're older, Giles, that you see it. So if you're mm-hmm. watching it as a youth, you didn't even take away that message. So what was the point of the film? Because it, is, no, it doesn't but, but even say it's bad. This is when you, as, a, as the adult in somebody's younger life... No, but there's plenty of films you watch as a youth that you don't watch with your parents. That's my point. There's many films I watched at 15, 16 that my mum and dad didn't know I'd watched. So are they going to have that? Com- are they going to sit down and watch that film with them? If they well, do, that's a different matter. If you've watched so- that by yourself, you still don't see anything wrong with it. So what What are you trying... To me, you're tra- you, you haven't said that this is bad. You've just showed it. Yeah, but I'm assuming this is a 15. I don't I think... think- I'm assuming this film's a 15. I think it was. Let me check. I, I, I think, I think, I get what you're, Carl, I get what you're saying. However, I think it's, it's almost like you could use this, you could use this, um, you could use this film as some, as like a stimulus, as like a, 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 a talking point. John Stamont saying to see yeah. what, the, what the kids take away. So, so even you, you're absolutely yeah, right. Because, that's like different. I said, yeah. Right. So any, any, any kind of, any kind of parent who is, um, because you can watch anything you can watch, you can watch, you can watch anything and use it you, and, and turn it round to, to fit whatever your narrative is going to be. Yeah. So I think in, in that case, yeah, you're right. There isn't any immediate takeaway from say like that final scene just by watching it. But if you put it into context and you see, so you could watch that of a, a ch- maybe your own child and you say, okay, what did, what were your thoughts? What yeah. do you think about that? that that's, the key, though. that's the key, though. That's the key. This film would only be good if it's a parent sitting this child down and then having a conversation about then, it. But, As but a youth that's then, watching it by yourself, you've learned, you've actually learned nothing because there's no, no, no. consequence. Well, well, I didn't. Well, well I didn't. That's what I'm saying. So this is, anyway. this is quite dangerous to me. This is quite but dangerous. But then on the flip side, then it sounds like if you say to if you say you tell people what you think could be right or wrong and let them view it and see if they think it's right or wrong, you know when the understanding is like somebody hurt my friend, so I need to hurt them back to protect my friend. They're not doing anything wrong; they're just trying to protect their friend. But that's not a wrong action. It's the same. It's the same principle. You just need to understand how it's applied to the conversation. So yeah. as in all, all yeah. the sexualness of this film, whether it's right or wrong, or whether they've done the correct behaviour, it's still the same. Based on what I understand, and then I know that I have to look after someone I'm with, I'm doing the right thing. Well, if she's... And then you know the, the, you have the conversation. She's not saying no, that means yes. As in, that's what we was, when we was younger, taught until we was told differently. Boom! You have that conversation, but you yeah. don't have that conversation without you saying, "Do you understand the difference in the first place? Do mm. you know what the difference is?" So yeah, education is key, but there's no way you should say this film shouldn't be viewed by every child from when they hit twelve, because from when they hit twelve, they're hit by so much crap into the school. Oh, listen, and, and yeah, so and much listen. crap. At least exactly. All I'm saying to you is, you 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 be you are going to be surprised. As a parent, you be surprised. You can do absolutely, and we'll, we'll move on to uh, favorite scenes. I don't know if you can have a favorite scene in, in, in the context of this. You know the rules. But, you know but, the rules. But, but after or, or whatever, most memorable scene. But yeah, you be surprised. You can do absolutely 
everything in your household, everything in your household to make sure everything's on point. You know, you've, you know, the, the, your, ch- your children have all the, the best teachings, the best morals. The be- Listen, the moment you blink and they see that you've blinked and you're not seeing what they're doing, trust me. I'm, I'm, and that's all I'm going to say on that. No, anyway. no, I, I'm not, this. as I said, this, this, I'm not disagreeing with you on the realism of this film because I know what I was doing at their ages. There you go. But careful, it's, mate. Careful. But it's, there you go, it's, son. It's, it's, that's not my issue with the film. My issue is with everything else. The realism is spot on, but I don't need to, this to be made into a film. Maybe, it, yeah, because maybe it's too real. Maybe the thing is... No, because there is, was no... T- again, there was no takeaways. There was no consequences. You just showed me actions. Okay. But, but yeah, that's, but that's that, a problem. But again, but it creates a talking point. It yeah, but it has created point. a talking point. As us as men, I'm saying if I watch that by myself at 15... Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. But okay. Right. We're gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna speed us along a little bit because we are at the at the. Um, we, we could. We could chew the fat about. We, we this could. All day. And, and again, and that's why I picked this film because that, I right. knew it was going absolutely to because if and 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 believe you me, we, we've 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 looked at films that haven't warranted almost an hour worth of discussion. Don't even. Don't even. Anyway. Um, Best or memorable scenes? Mm. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll throw it out to you, Els, first. Um, I think it's a culmination of the final sequence. So we've got Jenny finally meet, uh, finding Telly after she's been looking for him from the start of the film to then obviously see him having intercourse with the other girl. And it's that crushing moment of, in a way, she could have saved her life and she's mm. failed. And then mm. she just gives up. Yeah. And then it rolls into, uh, it's Casper in it, who's kind of been the weasel of the whole film and the sort oh, of front up. Absolutely. To then, to then end the film on him, on him committing the most, committing the most heinous, most weasel, disgusting act. Mm. One of the most disgusting acts that a human being can do. And then obviously the final shot of him waking up and it's like, we know what's now potentially happening. And he doesn't know. And then that's it. That for me, fair, that whole final sequence fair, that was the most memorable. Fair, I'm gonna piggyback and say, not the whole final sequence. It was the enjoyment that I knew that I now know he had AIDS because of his dickhead rapey behavior. So mm. I enjoyed that person. Mm. That's <laughs> a, I, I, like the film was as a film. I hated and loved the film, but for mm. a scene or a moment that said, "Oh." You see consequences. Yeah. You don't need to be told them. You just have to see them. And if you can't see them, you're not open-minded and you can't see vision. It's okay. You shall learn another way. Oh, shit. You have to take tablets for the rest of your life. Oh, what happened there? Was that your own fault? Did somebody force you? Or did you get excited? Oh, you... You was a motherfucker. Oh, oh! Now, now you fucked up. Mm. There you go. That's it. Just desserts. Mm. No, so. Um, I'll I'll go with that one. <laughs> this this film, I swear to you, was, was literally bottom of the barrel. If I show you my notes, Wait, the amount of times I've put disgusting, uncomfortable, weird. <laughs> 
No, and, why? and the thing is, the thing is, I totally agree why with him. Why keep saying nigger as well? Yeah. Whoa. I don't understand. When, That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, to me, there was no is, black... F- Nah, anyway. But no, but, no, but, but, but nah, again, I, I wasn't. But, but, I didn't like any scene in this. But film. even, even, even to, even to mildly, even to mildly address that, like you're right. Why did he keep on using the word nigger? Why? Because in those times, it wasn't a problem. Exactly, <laughs> and that, that, yeah, exactly. Well, white people to, call, to use the word nigger. Yeah, but it's, but it's dude, New York. dude, that that was it. That that was that that was this this the So let me let me. I'll do that in my sum up. Um, so my, my, I wouldn't even say I had a favourite scene because like yeah, Carl... Memorable is better. To, yeah, <laughs> better yeah. Way of, maybe. <laughs> it was... <laughs> okay, so, 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 so my... So, so I, actually, I do have a favourite scene. I, I, I do have two favourite scenes, actually. My favourite scene is, um, is when they are on the subway. And you've got that guy playing the, I know the, the, accord, the accordion. Uh, of course. I, Holden, I should have known. Holden. I should have known. Hold on. Charles, tell him the story. Tell him I should have known. <laughs> tell him a story. No, but I, do you know what? I meant to bring this up. You just reminded me. Tell him a story. Right. Go on, bro. Go on. Hang on. So you've got the guy, you've got the guy playing the accordion, and you've got the <laughs> other guy, you've got the other guy, the, the little kid who's doing the doing the dance. Now, the music's playing and the kid's dancing, but they don't match up. <laughs> the kid's just doing this like some kind of go back and re if you can, Carl, just to rewatch that scene. Hold on a sec. The music and, and the dancing do not match up. And then you've got these two idiots, Telly and Casper, standing there in organ, yo, he's really good. And I'm like, I'm like, what's the what the hell? Who's good? What's good? What what's good about it? He's just doing this 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 mad Irish jig hopping thing. From one from one foot to the other, then the next, <laughs> but then, so, but then my 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 oh, my my best best scene is when they're actually on the uh, on the on the I, subway. I, I knew you were gonna say, and this. the door opens, <laughs> and you get a little guy coming on who has no legs. Now it's quite obvious he has no legs; he's on a skateboard. <laughs> Where his legs should be, there's like a like a, a an aluminium dish. Where his where, where, where his where his leg should be, and he's. I mean, that scene in itself for me it conjures up so many questions. Like, who helped him up from the track onto the in, into the carriage? Like, because he literally just opens the door. Like, where did he come from? I don't understand. But anyway, that was that's another podcast. But it's when he just starts shaking the the, the thing and then stating the obvious. I have no legs. Yeah, buddy, we can see you have no legs. You've got a skateboard there. We can fucking we can see that. So that for me is classic. Now, the reason why it's even more classic for me is because I have on numerous occasions been on the New York subway system, and there are characters like the dancer, like the accordion player, and like Mister I Have No Legs in real life. Why just last summer when we were in New York, Elliot? <laughs> We're sitting on the subway, minding our own business. The door co- the door opens, his character comes in, and he just starts Belting. rapping. Belting he, he, starts rapping. <laughs> he just starts rapping. But he's he's begging, but he's begging in a rap v- version. Like it was hilarious. So 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 for me, that was my two favorite scenes. 
Right, so wrap up. I'll take this one first, and this is going to really piss Kyle off. But I thought this film was brilliant. As I say from the start of my review, the sort of impact that this had, watching it then, rewatching it now, obviously, like I said to you the other day, Giles, when you watch things at different times in your life, you're going to get a, a different feeling. And as we've all kind of alluded to the fact, as we're now older, we've lived a lot uh, further along than we did when we first saw the film. Or if we didn't see the film, we're older now anyway. But thinking about how life is now, looking at the sort of subjects that were tapped into in the film, I thought it was perfect. I think there should be more films like this that make things very blunt, very strong, very graphic, stating the obvious, um, scare factor. Um, I thought it was a very, uh, a, a scary film, but for all the reasons of, well, this could be real and this, this is real. This is probably a lot of people's life at the time now going through these kind of situations. So I thought it was great. Outside of the messages of the film, the way it was filmed, as I say, I love the sort of home video feel, the third person looking through that, that sort of window at someone else's day in the life. Um, the script as well was very like just just very normal. Didn't feel like someone had actually written a script. I actually could felt like these people were just having day to day conversations. Um, and the kind of feeling you got at different moments in the the film as well, like Carl said, when they was in the swimming pool, um, when they was in, I don't know if it was Central Park, but when that park scene as well, just very normal. There's a very normal feel to this. And then obviously juxtaposed with the, the, the strong, visceral, impactful scenes, for me, it was the perfect blend. Talking about this film 25 years, 25 years later on, watching it as well now, feeling that it's just more relevant than it's ever been. I'd say this is near a classic and I'd give this four stars. Four stars from Elliot. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, it's one star. Um, as I said, I thought it was disgusting. <laughs> no reason for this film to be made. I don't really have much else to say. <laughs> well, have we ever heard... Have we ever... <laughs> the, shortest, heard? the shortest. The shortest review from Kyle, boy. Uh, your ratings are rating. Ain't no more. Amari. Well, I was going to piss off Kyle. And I say piss off Kyle. But you can't piss me off because I, I was shocked that you enjoyed it anyway. So I was already thinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think this film was good as Midsummer, but it's in the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Midsummer yeah. 10 times over this. So, so you know how good it is. It's just you hate it because you don't understand it. It's okay. I will teach you. Don't worry. I'll, I'll do a cinema. I will get the PowerPoints and I will get the flashcards and I'll tell you to write your thoughts. Trust me. I got you. Anyway, you see, kids, my kid will watch kids when they hit 11 years old because this world is And on that point alone, the form gets four stars. Because it teaches them every fucking year they have to watch this film. You know why? Because they need to understand whether I know or not as their parent, they need to know as a child everything's out to get them and they don't even know they're trying to get them because the people trying to get them don't even know they're trying to get them. This shit is chestnut checkers, motherfucker. Please note. Now, basing all of that and getting all of that attitude out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to give this film, I'm going to give it three stars. Um, why are you laughing? I love that. That was so hard. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, give I it thought he was going to give it four, so it's not too no, bad. No, the, it, and again, all I can go on by is my experiences of watching it back then and watching it now. Um, obviously, I, I, I had the same disgust and um, kind of just like, oh my gosh, like shock at the, the, the film still retains such shock value for me. Um, 25 years later. But again, that's only me watching it as an adult and having had children. However, like I've said, it doesn't take away from the fact that it is, for me, it is a very important film for children and parents um, to, to to watch. I think we live in, a, in, in an age where parents, there's a disconnect between certain generations, especially between parents and children. And some parents kind of take it for granted that because they bring their children up a certain way and because they do this and because they do that, then they don't need to, that my child would never do this. My child, no, you need to understand that you need to kind of be on the same level with them. So to be kind of in their heads about what they're doing and and, and get rid of these misconceptions. And if this is a tool that you can use to, 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 to get those messages across, then use it. But, Again, I, I can't get away from the shock value of it because it I, I couldn't believe I was watching it. Just my mouth was like open, like raw. This was one of my, this is probably one of my favorite ever films, but it's a hard watch to watch as a 41 year old man at the time when I watched it. Um, but yeah, but again, it, it still doesn't take away, you know, like I said, I don't think you could make this film now, even in terms of the fact of, the demographs um, or the demographic in New York, you wouldn't get group of kids that hung around like that now. Because Els, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, we pretty much went all over New York last summer. We didn't see groups of skateboard kids hanging around. I mean, we, we went from one end of Central Park to the other. I mean, the reality is kids' attitudes have changed anyway. So they're not even I'm outside. Saying. They're not even this outside. They're not even outside. So, so those those sort of attacks where you 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 know you had like you know almost a hundred kids, whatever the number, it seemed like a hundred kids, but just rows of kids just chilling outside. That shit doesn't even happen anymore because we we're now in this digital age where everyone doesn't need to do that. We can hang out online. Shit, we're doing a podcast and right we're all, we're all we're all over London. We could, be, we even could be in four. We could be in four different countries right now. Absolutely. So I I, I think. And, and it wasn't that long after that I think the shift towards where we are now began to happen. So in terms of, you know, when this film was made um, and why it was made, I do think it's important. However, I keep on coming back down to the shock. The, the, and, and not only is it, not only some things happen on film or don't happen on film, like they're implied and they're shocking, but to actually have to sit through the uncomfortableness of it yeah, it's um that that's why it gets three three stars. It before watching it, before rewatching it, it would have got a four. But after rewatching it, it, it's it's a three stars for me. So that gives kids a TMRG star rating of three stars. So our second film from. 1995 is Friday and this was released April 26, 1995 it's directed by
by Joe F. Gary, and it stars Ice Cube as Craig, Chris Tucker as Smokey, Nia Long as Debbie, and John Witherspoon, the late great John Witherspoon, as Willie. Two homies, Smokey and Craig, smoke a dope dealer's weed and try to figure out a way to get the $200 they owe to the dealer by 10 p.m. that same night. Kyle, were you entertained? Yes. Yes. Elliot, were you entertained? Yes. Amari, were you entertained? Yeah, long as the first guy I wanted to marry, and it's still the first guy I want to marry. And I want to marry other girls, but they still want to marry. Amari, were you entertained? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your... Thank you for your monologue about me alone. <laughs> Just need to know if you're entertained, bro. <laughs> uh, Charles, were you entertained by Friday? No, I wasn't. Oh, oh, no, I right. knew that was coming. No, I knew that was coming. No, I, wasn't. I, no, was I coming. didn't think that was coming. <laughs> no, it was, no, I wasn't. knew you weren't happy with the selection, but I didn't think... It was, it was too easy for me to say yes, and no, I wasn't entertained. Okay, right. So as the rules go... I'm normally one in that in that position where everyone else says yes, no, <laughs> saying no. So, <sighs> oh, see, now you now you messing the base. You know when I was thinking we could do a quick what? Nah, we're gonna do a look. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> listen, what? See what, 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 what I, I, the thing. Listen, you know it's fine. It. <laughs> listen, what I've got to say it isn't gonna take long. Okay, right, isn't gonna take long. Now, right, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off as to why I wasn't entertained. Now, <laughs> again. Just like um, our previous film, Kids, I watched this film in the actual year it came out. And did I, you watch and this actually, in the cinema? I actually did watch this in the cinema. I actually did watch. I did watch this. I remember uh, it would have been what was it? Streatham, Streatham Odeon. Yeah, the Odeon. Streatham Odeon back in the day. Um, and I, I actually watched this with my my my, my oldest daughter's mum. So we, this is when we were. You know, we we just started seeing each other, and we we'd gone on a date to watch this. Yeah, you, you, it's not needed. It's not needed. <laughs> Twenty five years oh, later, it's well. not needed. Bro. Oh, it's, 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 it's not. Anyway, so at the time, and again, I have to be honest because we are revisiting something, so I can't let nostalgia kind of cloud my judgment. That's a very important rule. Very important. So when I, and, and, and the joke is, I only watched it. This film was the, the, the hardest film for me to rewatch out of all of them. What I've discovered about myself in terms of rewatching films, I don't like rewatching films. Don't know what it is. I don't actually, I don't like rewatching. Well, I don't like rewatching films that I haven't chosen to rewatch. <laughs> I think that's more the issue. I think that's more the issue. Um, now, comedies are always a tricky genre to yeah. rewatch because yeah. a joke is something that is funny the first. Definitely, it should be funny the first time. The better jokes are always funny, but yeah, you know. Going back and watching this, I only laughed twice. Wow. 
Wow. When was the last Christ. time you watched really? this film? Years ago. I didn't watch this film for at least years five. ago. So, it's, so again, this and 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 I, and I tell you, I, I tell you what's probably, um, I tell you what's probably kind of aided my my non entertainment, as it were. Obviously, they then made sequels, which. I looked forward to it at the time. I think the, the next Friday came next out. Friday. Seven, next Friday came out seven years after this one in two thousand and two. And again, I watched that in the cinema, thoroughly disappointed. And I think the last one, it, uh, Friday after next was a force. Friday yeah, after it was, yeah, that was the biggest force. But next Friday, another classic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't, don't remember it. Oh, Kyle. Yeah, that's a classic. Now, don't get me wrong. I, if I haven't rewatched it. I haven't watched rewatch next Friday. I know there's a couple of funny scenes. But I actually overall, did. But I'll overall, get into that in a sec. Overall as a film. Yeah. So back to this one anyway. Um, yeah, I only laughed twice. So again, wow. and I've, I've said this, and I, I don't even think I laughed at the intended jokes. It was, it, it was, it was the unintended jokes that I laughed at. And like, so it's when Smokey first comes onto, onto the, and into, in, into his scene and he busts through the window and he tears down the curtain like and then he says look, look what you've done to my curtain like I, I thought that was hilarious because who the hell does that and, and everyone would react the same way and then the other time I laughed was when the dad said don't slam the door and he went yeah yeah, yeah. and he just slammed the door on purpose I was laughing from the opening scene from I, I think yeah. is it someone so, I can't remember who it is but someone sleeping in their garage that started busting me up yeah because I think what the <laughs> fuck are you sleeping <laughs> in the it just it, so <laughs> maybe maybe it's yeah, just it me it, nah, I was I was laughing all the way maybe through it's just this. me yeah. but I I didn't and I, I didn't and again Surprising. obviously if it's if it's uh, if it's an action film I want to be on the or, or, or a thriller. I want to be on the edge of my seat. If I, if that if it's failed to make me, if it's failed to for me to evoke the emotions that you're trying to get me to evoke, then I'm not entertained. So for me, if I'm not laughing at a comedy, then I'm not entertained. Not entertained. Yeah, yeah I get that. Fair I enough. get that. I get that. I I think I what I will say is, as I said earlier on, it was very interesting that I love sometimes we we make selections and then these kind of sub-conversations come out of our selections that weren't intended. So obviously, as I said, two films that we're reviewing in our Revisit Back to 95 are both films about young, obviously different ages, but you've got, let's say, children and teenagers a day in the life with nothing to do and seeing what stories occur and where their choices take them on that day. But so I, we've gone from... Go on, go on, bro. So ironically, I feel like they're both... On, they're both, both sets of group are non-educated to university slash college level. Yeah. yeah. And they're all under 21. Yeah. But they have different environments where they live. Yeah. But knowing they have the same thing to do, it's interesting. So when we do the digress, diverse understanding, imagine, oh, so one gets portrayed this way, one gets portrayed that way. But one is a problem, one isn't. And that's the way my that's the way when I was doing the comparison of the film, that's the way I saw it. So I, I get what you're saying in terms of nothing for them to do overall or underall for just to keep themselves active and non troublesome in other people's eyes. 
and, and again, it, it's like, you know, I could say one of the biggest things that came from, from this film for me, again, which I think comes from youth, is respect. Because I know, Carl, you, you ran me, we had a conversation, we were laughing because you said, yeah, Craig gets fired on his day off. And I remember I got fired from my first job and it was the same sort of nonchalant, not having uh, respect for the actual job, for the actual, you've got a means to make money and just thinking, well, I've lost my job now. So that's that in it. Fuck them and I'll go and do my own thing. And it was like, I get that kind of the attitudes from Craig and his sort of, you know, he's, he's, he's living a privileged life. Like I remember as a kid growing up, it was always from my mum, you treat this house like a hotel. You, you come and go as you please. All this stuff that at the time I didn't understand. Growing up now and watching a film about a guy who's kind of got that similar sort of nonchalant, why is there no food in the fridge? Why isn't there no milk for my cereal? It was just interesting. And it made me appreciate some of the, the teachings and the sort of disciplines that my parents put in place. But comedy side of things, it was interesting to watch this because I think after all these years, like, you know, this is one of them classic films. We've all heard the jokes. We all know the scenes. But watching them again, I could honestly say I found the majority of them funny. And what was also interesting was that I'm not the biggest Chris Tucker fan, but watching him in this, it was very apparent to me that for him to really shine in film, not in stand-up, he has to be alongside certain people. Obviously, we can always talk about Rush Hour. That pairing was classic as well. But I think the pairing of him with Ice Cube in this, I thought was brilliant. And I thought he really got a chance to be his comedic, charismatic self, but in a way where it wasn't annoying. And then when we talk about next Friday, I found Mike Epps was annoying from start to finish. Okay. So it was interesting to, to watch Chris Tucker in his, in his young form and think, oh yeah, you had it, you had it. I have an issue with what you're saying because I found you stand up on Death Comedy Jam yeah. before this. One of the in, best. In, as, Listen, you'll be in the top six, seven. Mm. Yeah, trust yeah. me, that's very hard. Agreed. For, Agreed. That's, that's why I make the separation. That's no, 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 why I make no, the separation. You know but I know he probably, in my mind, I don't know how it was written, but I would assume that he got a script in terms of it is what it is. I've got what you want to kind of happen, make it happen, sprinkle it. Improvise, of course. Yeah, of course. yeah. But if he did that, and I assume he would have, based on the fact that he was so talented, he was actually, I'm not saying he was more well-known than Ice Cube at the time, but trust me, he was pulling in numbers by himself at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And then he chose not to do Next Friday. You know when you have a choice not to do a film because you care about what you want to do for yourself? That was the smart decision. No, no, no. It actually wasn't because I enjoyed Day Day being Next Friday. But yeah. in terms of the character, the way Smokey was, it made so much sense for him to be, I've grown past that role. But at that time, that role was fun for me. You know the ones where you say, meet someone five years later and if me and you are cool, but we're not the same person. Or I'm not the same yeah, person. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, yeah. was for him. But then the conversation, his character, he's, listen, every, he was funny without being funny. Like yeah. he was just, you know, you can believe someone was being themselves. And yeah. people were laughing. Just a clown. Mm. And enjoying that someone's personality. Not in not and it's not a ribbon or anything like that. It's just being like, rah, this person just wants to have fun and I'm and it's not even like a problematic fun. But that's what that's one of the ingredients of a good film, where you see someone in a role that you can't really tell 
if that's their normal persona or if that's them acting outside of what they normally would be. That's Do you see fair. what I'm saying? That's, that's one of the main ingredients of this film. Like even with Ice Cube, I don't know how he is, you know, in his personal life and how he is his persona and the rest of it. But in this, I believed that he was at the time just a guy who's lost his job, lives with his mum and dad, his sister. He's got everything he needs. He ain't really got much drive. He played the part very well. To be it, fair, it, to be fair, if you compare him to him to this, how he was in Boys to No Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Yeah, not boys to men. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. Mm. He stopped himself. He stopped himself. I stopped myself on purpose because I already knew what I was going to say. Almost two homeworks. <laughs> Almost two homeworks, Carl. <laughs> I saved myself. How do you, you get homework during the school holidays? <laughs> <laughs> but if you understand, like, so I knew, I, I always knew he had range. His range is, he didn't choose films that was beneficial. He just went to last off the knee along from from when we was kids and I understand that and I respect that but yeah. <laughs> uh, forget Neil Long it was all about the, the neighbour the neighbour do you know what it's funny you used to say that Rewatching that she weren't all that who the neighbour or Neil on Neil Long the neighbour weren't all that hold on hold on slow down slow down hold on hold on slow down slow down she, she wasn't a bag of chips but <laughs> she was all that she was all that. Uh, I don't know, man. She was all that. She was. I don't know, man. What her age. Yeah. 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 What, was her, what, what, do you, what do you reckon her age is? 40 what, plus. Now? I know now. Or, she was over 40. Yeah. Yeah. But in the film? Yeah, in the film. Or approaching. She was 39, 40, 41. She was in the MILF territory. Yeah, she was yeah. in the MILF territory. But to be fair, between her... The midget and Bernie acting like he didn't know anything that was going on. That's <laughs> legendary. <laughs> Carl, what did you think? What did you think of Friday? Nah, it was good, man. It was it, was it was it was actually funnier than what I remembered. Actually, oh, like, wow. for me, I always I always enjoyed Friday, but in my head it was like, yeah, it's funny, but it's not that funny. But watching this, I was that like, I was laughing from start to finish. Even normally, John Witherspoon. I find him quite annoying. He plays the same sort of person, but even he was busting me up in this film. I was like, nah, this film is actually a classic for a reason. It actually is. And so many Chris Tucker quotables is what oh, I Oh, yeah. Th- yeah. That yeah, even, even now to this day are still quotables. Is that, hey, by the yeah. it still get one man on roadside. I'm not going to say anything more than that. Correct. <laughs> it's 25 years old and man can stay by Felicia and it will shut down a conversation. All right, say no more. <laughs> 25 years old, you know. You're yeah. telling me my kids could have kids at the same and they will still say that and they wouldn't, they would, and no. Convo, done. Shut up. I thought it was very good how, because again, Yes, there's a plot. Yes, there's a start and finish. But predominantly, the film is about two guys with nothing to do. And it just made me laugh how many kind of mini situations happened from the start of the film to the end, a day in the life, and how they kind of weaved their way from and through each one. It, it, it was, it, it was, a, it's funny watching a film about nothing, really. And yeah. that there's not a solid. And that's, and, and, and that's what that is, what I was going to say. It literally was a bunch of things that, in some way were loosely connected with each other happening in it. Friday, I, rewatching it, I was actually thinking, 
and again, don't get me wrong. The first time I watched it, I did enjoy it. It's just I, I'm saying for me, it hasn't had that replay value. Uh, watching it all these years later, um, it, watching it, I actually thought this could actually be a play. This could easily mm. be a, a, a theatre production, mm. just in terms of like they stay within the same. Yeah, the, 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 setting, the, the, the you know they go you know inside the house, outside the house. You know, I think mm. they they visit a sh- they visit they visit they visit a, a black owned shop. A black owned shop that has a Korean that owner. Was too much. That's what I was saying. There was too many little bits. Korean <laughs> 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 to make it acceptable for black people. Yeah. But then again, that was brilliant. Do you know what? Do you know what Pitt got me as well? After that scene, after that scene, when they get back from the shop and uh, <laughs> Chris Tucker's trying to stop his car. <laughs> When it doesn't stop, that's what he's walking bent backwards. He's like, like that in it. <laughs> from, from where you're trying to stop your car with your foot, like I know I can understand if you're on a bike. Okay, cool. Hey, Fred Flintstone is in the kind of, he, he kind of <laughs> gave a whole new meaning to a foot break, innit? <laughs> nah, there, there was nonsense. There was there was bare nonsense in this. Favorite I, scenes. What were we saying? Favorite scenes. Favorite mm. scenes. Uh, we'll go with Amari first. Mm, nah, the whole film was a favorite scene. You're mistaken. You, the reason why is because I feel like this is the first black comedy that I watched. Yeah, that I understood. In terms of, I've watched black comedies terms in from 2000 onwards when I could kind of grasp what's going on. But it's the first one I watched was that like, was a throwback. And this, and to be fair, all I knew Chris Tucker from was was Rush Hour. Mm. And then I was like, what? He said something before. Shit, this is funny. What the fuck's going on? Hey, give me some more. Hey, listen. Uh, arguably, by Felicia and you got knocked the fuck out, being spun twice. And then the second time was even worse because my man stole back his chain and his bike. And he was mm. riding around by it slow, slow, because the tires got fucked up the second time. Because mm. my man was me for the bike. <laughs> but but you see, you see when you see when I know this bit got you as well, G. You know when um, the, it's the first scene where they're talking about Debo, yeah. and that that guy, <laughs> he um he actually that's that's another point I'm making in a sec. But that guy um is walking up and uh he says something to Debo, and then Debo starts walking towards him, and and he just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> Looking behind him. <laughs> but did you um did you clock the two um faces that I again I'd only ever clocked this watching it this time round. So we've got um I forgot Can his name but Megan Good. Yes, Megan yeah, Good she's and the ice cream girl. Yeah, I yes. only clocked yeah. that this time. Real young. Yeah, I never got it the first time. Yeah. Never ever clocked. And obviously um my man his name eludes me, who plays Michael Clark John Duncan. Coffin. Yes. Yeah, didn't he pass now, well. hasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Legend, legend. But F- funny story about Michael Clark Duncan because when they, um, when he died, and they, uh, there was some news channel that announced it. They put up a picture of someone else. Ah, I th- they put up a picture oh, of Terry Crews. I think it was. Uh, I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that. It's crazy. It's madness. It's mad. The, the funniest uh, case of misidentity was um, Samuel Jackson. I know you've all seen the uh, the, the YouTube clip. No. You, you know mm. the one I'm talking about, and I no, think the guy I calls him Denzel. 
I thought you, the guy Denzel called him Washington. Denzel. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. He, and he actually outs him and he's like, no, we do not all look the same. Like, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, well, he's on it. He's on it. Favourite team? Um, too many. I'll probably just go with you. Got nothing for out as well, man. There's actually too many, too yeah, many good listen, teams in this. To be fair, one of my happiest scenes was like, motherfucker, I smoked your shit for, for how many years? Smell mine too. Get the fucking room and close the door. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 22, 22 years. 22 years. Yeah, I wrote that one down. What it was many years. 22 See, years means that Craig wasn't a kid anymore. Remember what? we said? Me, me, ah, what? yes. So he's a young man. He's, he's a, a young, young man. man. Yeah. He's a young man. See, the, the, obviously, the, the knock the fuck out for me is the obvious scene. Um, no, but by you choose speak because people still use it every day. Yes. In the conversation. I said that. But, but then that became, but that became more, that, it's funny about that, that by Felicia, because obviously if we, if you've all seen um, Straight Outta Compton, which I wrote, oh, yeah, they, they tried well. to just write that in. It, they yeah. wrote it in, but obviously it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't happen because yeah. the, 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 the time, the time doesn't, the time doesn't, yeah. doesn't add up. But um, yeah, that, that to me is the obvious scene. And funny enough, I didn't actually find that scene that funny. Like I laughed at the guy who keeps turning around and then obviously when um, Debo cracks him, but the scene that got me was when Smokey breaks in to Neil Long's house. And he, oh, he goes through the window, <laughs> and every time Debo's shuffling, and then he like stands straight, oh. and then when he finds, and everyone's out. What you do? And when he finds the shit, the shit he yeah, that was disgusting. Oh. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> that that was that was what cracked me. That one, I think that one was the one that I had to get the uh, the rewind for. <laughs> My. Uh, again, it was, it, it was it's quite hard to have <laughs> to have a favourite scene for me. Um, I'll go with most. What, what was one of the What was one of the ones that made you laugh, Charles? Oh, you said in it. Yeah. So so when 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 he um when he when Smokey just bust through the window and you you had a little rip you had a little rip of the curtain <laughs> <laughs> like you can rip a man's neck curtains, bro. That's peak because you know. You, yeah, it is, and you know you're, you're going to get cussed by your parents. Like, are you? Yeah, it's a task. That's a task. Like, who, it's a it's, it's a madness. Um, I think it was, you know, when uh, when Craig, he, you know, he 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 reluctantly starts smoking, mm. and then like, everything. He, he, and then oh, he starts tripping. And he, 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 at the same time, this is the worst going on. But for no reason. But for no like so. So then obviously Nia Long comes along and she's sitting next to him and she's like, are you high? And he's like, no, 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 I'm not high. And he's, he kind of like starts dusting off his clothes. Like, like that's going to make him look not high. He does it about four times. I'm like, bruv, I was watching it thinking, bruv, that isn't going to make you look not high. <laughs> uh, you haven't I've done anything. that exact moment. It's, it's you haven't done anything. <laughs> This film was too relatable, man. And he's like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did yeah, you hear yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> so, All right, right. Charles, do you want to kick this off? Um, I'm going to give it two stars. Two stars. Ooh. I'm going to give it... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, like I said, Ooh. again, it two. isn't... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to... I can't give it any higher than two, but it's... 
if it's, I can see why it's called a classic, but I don't know the the, the maybe maybe the, maybe the sparkle kind of was had, had has worn off for me. Maybe you know maybe you know having watched it all those years and I did thoroughly enjoy it. Um, it's one of these films that maybe I shouldn't rewatch them because then I'm watching it through adult eyes and I start to see different things. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of spoil, yeah. kind of spoils it in a way. Yeah, yeah, and um, and don't get me wrong, that's not to say there aren't um, there aren't comedies that I can rewatch. There, there are loads of comedies I can rewatch. Um, Bad Santa, for example, I could rewatch that. I'd watch Longshot. Longshot is for you. But again, would you, you know, we're not talking about Longshot 25 years later. Yeah. Not even been 25 months. <laughs> now be quiet and let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> let me finish my rap up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to make an edit of that. Shut up and let me finish my rap up. <laughs> you there. Let you me there. finish my rap up. <laughs> So yeah, um, it's not just like I said. Not to say that, it, that I can't rewatch comedies. It's just for some reason, rewatching this, I didn't find it funny um, or like belly up laughing, as Amari once said. Um, <laughs> belly up laughing. <laughs> How we let him get away with that one? But, but yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't find it belly up. I didn't. It, it, it was. Don't get me wrong. It, it, it. I could see the humor. Just for me, maybe the humor was a little bit played out. Um, by the time I rewatched it, do you think it's a kind of an iconic film? Because um, again, it again going back to what I said about kids, it kind of encapsulates a period of of time in 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 that era. Um, could you could you remake could you remake Friday again? Possibly, possibly, possibly. But right, and and so that that would be the question: Should you? Because I know they've kind of mooted a a kind of like a final um, instalment in the in in the Friday franchise. But they've been talking about it for years, and there's probably a reason why it only gets talked about. And, and we haven't. But again, we know once Hollywood is f- f- back in its full greed mode, I'm pretty sure. Just like we're, we're about to see coming to America too. Because that's a thing as well. Crazy. We're not discussing. Crazy. It will get made. Um, we're not discussing. But yeah, we're not. We're not discussing that. But we will. I'm sure. Oh yes, we, we, we need will. to. Yeah, <laughs> we, we will. We need to. <laughs> but yeah, it's. It. I just. I know. I'm for, and I wanted to. I wanted to be entertained by. It. I wanted to be entertained more. So just on the value of um, of the of of its merits previously, and. Um, and the, the fact that it was one of these first all black comedies for the time, I'll give it uh, two stars. Amari, yeah, five stars. Ah, done. Told you, debatable. Probably best black film comedy I've ever seen. From now till then, the big statement. That's a well, big statement. That's so, okay, a big statement. I'm gonna, in my wrap up, I'm going to let each one of you tell me a film with a predominantly black cast that's been more funny. Coming to America. That would have been mine as well. That would have been mine. I I, I was laughing through both films, so we're struggling. (laughs) So we'll have a debate. But you said said the best ever. Yeah. If something's the best ever. That was more relevant when I was growing up to understanding 
my uh, my own society and culture than was coming to America. Even when I, even if I watched it now, what is more relevant? So carry on. Let me find another film, Kyle. I'm waiting. No, I wouldn't disagree. I I would want to go back and watch Coming to America again. But, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying it's not a great film. I'll give that another. I will give that film a five stars without watching it again, knowing how funny I find that film. But for me, you see this film. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't think of any other off the top yeah. of my head. Then it's a struggle because you see people like what do you like. What do you do with yourself? Right, cool. Shit, I ain't got nothing to do but it's Friday, motherfucker. Yeah. I ain't got sack to my day off. Oh, fuck. All right, cool. You know what? I'm going to chase the girl I want. I'm going to get high. Oh, shit. My boy got me from, I've known him from yay high. He got me in trouble in the ends. What are we going to do uh, uh, Amari, I've, I've got another one for you. Go on. Life. Yeah. Mm. That was I a long film, that and that wasn't a straight <laughs> comedy. He exactly. said it was a long film. Man. That was three hours, if was, I remember. Carl, 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 it was. There's, a, there's a giveaway in that. It's called Life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, little bit of a little bit of a giveaway there. A little bit of a, a, <laughs> yeah. a, like a clue. Said, the makeup was really funny, but trust me, that film was a lifetime lesson. But I'm talking about the current age of. You think that film can't? You like you can still watch. Friday, as anybody between the ages of 13 to, say, 24, and they won't apply, or they won't know someone who lives that life that's that same age. To, to be fair, to be fair, I mean, I've just had a quick browse. Um, there's a couple lists on IMDb, and to be honest... There's nothing that stands for out for me. For me, is only maybe three at the top, and that would be, obviously, Friday, Coming to America, and I'd put, me personally, I'd put Life in there as well. Um but outside of that, I mean, you've got all the sort of classic ones. But house party, I, I would agree. Like you can debate it. You can, you, yeah, it's a debate. It's a debate. It's a personally, debate. You, you can't debate how funny this film is. No, I'll say next Friday is 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 a small drop off. But yeah, the reason why it's a small drop off because it was relevant for what it had to do for that time. Yeah, I see make too much money, which is why he got greedy doing Friday after next, and he watched Friday Four or whatever he wants to name that shit. But that's on him. Let me enjoy what I'm enjoying, right? So I will enjoy Chris Tucker in his prime for this Rush Hour One and Rush Hour Two. Rush Hour Three was a waste of time, just so you know. And then we carry on my day. <laughs> it was still had some funny moments, Rush Hour. No, it had funny moments. But in comparison to the other yeah, two, yeah, it wasn't levels. Yeah, it's not in the same category. Yeah, I will slap anybody. I will slap their parents, and I will slap my own parents just so they know how serious <laughs> I am. And that film is a waste of time in comparison to the other two. That's how I, 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 I don't, don't, the, the, the worst thing is the, the worst thing is I don't even remember Rush Hour Three. That's how bad it is. It was, some, it, make it, it was just some uh, making it even even more relevant. Because I remember my dad had the, the box set of one and two. He didn't even bother buying three. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. Certain things like some of your memories from a kid that are just enforced yeah. by your parents' decisions. So, man's like, rush out free. I didn't even know it was rush out free. Ironically, this was one of the first few films that you could say was a black cult comedy classic. I know you could say Coming to America was. But, I mean, coming to America was the early 90s when we when you say black people in America didn't have that much influence. 
they could just yeah. make a film. It's actually like, late 80s. It's actually late 80s. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Right, here. Do you see what I mean? Ni- 1988. That was even before I was born. Hey, it's shout out time. Eddie for doing all these jobs. It's a shame you it's got lost. I love what you did. But in terms of, there's nothing comparing to Friday for that whole decade, basically, is what you're saying to me. The closest thing you got to is life, and life is like a three-hour show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's an acquired taste. It, yeah, but it's it's too long for what you want it for as a comedy. What you really want is an yeah, hour, yeah, yeah. hour forty. Those. You Short want something yeah, short, but bang. Agreed. You know the one that you want that cookie behind the corner. That's what you want. You want the cookie. You don't want to know. I wanna make love see for you. see for me see for me house party is more relatable. Mm, I can understand that. House party is more relatable because I, I didn't smoke, so you know the That's whole true. getting getting high references, which is the whole stoner is because it's yeah. a, it's a black stoner movie, really. Yeah. When, mm-hmm. when you think about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't get high in your own suppliers so, uh, uh, is, is is the takeaway. But yeah, mm-hmm. house party was was more relatable. Sneaking out of the house, getting up to stuff that you shouldn't have been doing. Trying to stay out of trouble but have fun at the same time. For me, house parties are more relatable. But, but, that, but that's just that's just my. That's it's just more my. of a what is more, more for me. What is more funny in terms of comedy value as a film? Relatable, arguably, house party could be if you didn't smoke or you. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to rewatch house party, and if I laugh three times. Then just need just need three laughs to win, did I really? Anyway, <laughs> but, but that's, oh. my, that's me. It's a five star film. Five yeah, from Amari. Five, five from me as well. Again, going into it, I remember it being a four star. But then, when, like, as I said, when I watched it back, and I was like, I was laughing from start to finish. It's got that classic status. It's rewatchable, in my opinion. It's got. Again, quotables that are still going on today. So it has to be five. Elliot? Yeah, I think I'll bring this one in. Um, It was an interesting watch for me because, again, I haven't watched this film in so long, but watching it at such a young age and then growing up, having the kind of scenes in your head that you always go to, the quotables, as it were, I was actually thinking, I'm probably going to do what you don't like doing, Giles, and actually damage a piece of my 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 youth and think, oh, I'm going to watch this now and it's, it's going to be a joke thing. Mm. But I was pleasantly surprised. As Carl said, it was probably the same for me. Like from the minute the film started, I was laughing. I was looking at things at, at, from a different perspective, obviously being the age I'm at now and living, mm. living the years I've lived. As mm. I say, I was looking at kind of the parents' relationship. I was thinking how nice it is. Like, as I say, I'm one of few of my mates now that I can say, yeah, my parents are still together. Do you see what I'm saying? So mm. I saw little nuances from them um, having the younger sibling as well. Obviously, I've got a brother, so it's a bit different in that respect, but just the banter between him and his sister, the, um, the as I said, the lack of respect for the house, for the upkeep, for the food and stuff, the little back and forth with his dad. Um, no, it was it was a very good, good watch. And then for me, the thing that kept it together was the comedy. Um, and I laughed more than I was expecting to. I did find myself asking, I thought, I, I didn't want to fall into the category of, yeah, it's a classic, oh, it's it's comedy, it's Chris Tucker, it's Ice Cube, it's, because so much, as Amari was just alluding to the fact that so much has been placed on this film, it is one of those Mount Rushmore films, as it were, so mm. I didn't want to kind of fall into that kind of a trap of, I'm just going to just enjoy everything, so I did try to look for bits, maybe question it, but in all honesty, I couldn't really find much in the film 
that I could do that with. And then what I really did like as well, obviously the ending, I mean, the, the film's ridiculous as it is, but the ending was just kind of just silly, but you can't really call it silly when the film's not serious anyway. So mm. I did like the way that they managed to get that important message on, on domestic violence at the end it, it, in amidst the flipping drug shootout. It was it was a silly kind of lesson to teach at that point of the film. Yeah, but I did very right on well. Because I, I forgot they had even that serious moment when his dad's talking to him, telling him about using his hands. I didn't even remember that. And I was like, actually... That's good. I like that. I like what I'm saying. That bit of seriousness. But let, let's but let's not promote black on black violence in any form. Even any if you are, even if you stop. are, even if you are using your hands as opposed to a yeah. gun. It wasn't yeah. yeah. self defense. Self defense from a bully. Yes. It's yes. a good situation that you just yes. need to look after yourself. You're not out somebody else. I, Again, I, if you then start to look at life today, going, you know, I don't like to to go into those kind of conversations, but you look at knife crime, you look at gun crime, you look at violent crimes again, keeping it relative in and around London. And you do find yourself sometimes thinking, I know we've probably all said it, things weren't as mad as they were now back then. Yes, they were still crazy. Yes, fuck, we were still going on. But it does seem to me that the, the years are going by and the youth is just getting worse and it doesn't seem to be any sort of... Side note to that though, I think... I don't think much has changed. I just think it's yeah, now... You always you, say this. And I, I, I just think it's that. more in your face. So it's more yeah. reported on. Yeah. Or, you, or, or, social media or even if it's not reported, movie. even if it's not reported on, it will land on your lap via WhatsApp yeah. video. Yeah. And so Twitter. I think, and Twitter. So, so no, that, I, I agree with you. So I that's what kind of makes it more, 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 more kind of yes. um, real or more just outside your door. But I... I yes. If you go back and you you know if you go back and even if you go back the last fifty years, people were still pretty much doing the same sort of things. You know, if you if you eradicate the the fact that now people do things, and again going back to what we spoke about with kids about being online now, but the dangers are still there. The dangers have not, you know, they, they haven't invented any new dangers. That, no, they're, they're, it's the same. It's the same dangers. Yes, they they kind of appear in different guises, but I, I still think things are still the same. But anyway, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But not to not to digress too much, I do like the lesson that his dad was trying to teach, yeah. even though Craig didn't really listen to it because obviously he still had a strap and shot it in in public. But I do like the way that they were trying to teach that kind of look. Don't use weapons. It's it's not about that kind of thing. So all in all, I'd have to agree with Carl and with uh, Murray and give this five stars as well. Ooh. So that gives Friday a TMRG star rating of four stars. So that concludes episode 16, our nostalgic episode revisiting 1995 of those movie review guys. Uh, please do join us for episode 17, where we'll be entering our first two films into the coveted TMRG Hall of Fame. Do remember to subscribe at all major platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and of course, YouTube. And please, please, please get in touch with us across our social media handles, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at TMRG Podcast. We have been those movie review guys and we out.